What's happening, guys? Pete back with you for an all-new edition of the Musibox P podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. On today's episode, I have an interview with Roulette. They're this uh, fantastic indie garage band uh, based out of Milwaukee. Uh, Elijah, Samir, Vince, and Joe. Chat with them last month, and they were just absolutely fantastic. So I just stumbled up- stumbled across them randomly on Instagram. I said, hey, you know, they're definitely worthy of checking out. And lo and behold, I, I was blown away by their sound. It sort of has this... Early, early 90s era grunge type of sound to it. They sort of bring a, a more modern aesthetic to it, but the guys were able, nice enough to come on, chat about uh, their early beginnings, their creative process when it comes to making music, which I found uh, very unique and just how the way they go about it. Them being uh, busy college students as well too, because I think um, uh, one of them, Joe, I think goes to uh, Marquette. So, and all the guys are just busy, you know, respectively, you know, you know b- back to the busy, I, I like to say, with their uh, jobs and whatnot. But I talked about some of the musical influences as well and how that came across on the album as well, again and again, which is out now on all the major streaming platforms as well. And they talked about uh, the recording process behind that album as well, too, and just how that was pieced together I found so fascinating. Um, and, ju- and what was great about these guys based out of Milwaukee is that they just have their own unique vision and comfort zone that really works best for them. I think that's what's so impressive about the band is that they're not drawing upon influences or looking at other bands and how they do things. They go about their own way and just say, hey, how can we uh, do this based on entirely on us? I just found that so mind-blowing. And just the way they're able to piece it all together was just incredible to me. And plus, they like uh, they also talk about at the end of the interview what they like to do for fun away from making music as well, too. Um, it was just so awesome. And I, I just love you know going outside with some of these other bands. I know my main focus on here is talking about the local bands. But I like going outside as well, too, outside the region, find out what's going on in the different cities as well, too. It's it's. It's nice and um, every once in a while do some exploring, go to the other cities and see what they're doing different as well too, and what other uh, local brewing talents popping up in their area. So without further ado, here is my interview with the fellas in Roulette. Okay, Music Box Pete here on uh, with a band uh, based out of Milwaukee. Uh, stumbled across some uh, on Instagram about a few weeks ago. Um, their latest single is called Again and Again, uh, and here to come on to talk about their musical beginnings, creative process, and all that, I'd like to welcome on the fine fellas of Roulette. Guys, welcome. Thank you for coming on. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. My pleasure. So um, just for all my uh, podcast listeners out there, uh, just give us your names and roles in the band. You go first. Um, I'm Elijah. I'm the singer. I'm Samir. I play guitar. I'm Vince. I play bass. I'm Joe. I play the drums. All right. So um, let's go back to the beginning and uh, talk about the formation of Roulette and how you guys all met. Um, well, I guess it started. I've known Samir since fourth grade. Um, and so we went to high school together. And I think around junior year, um, I don't know, I had some lyrics lying around. And you've been playing guitar for how long? Since middle school, I started in seventh grade playing guitar. So I was like, all right, let's get some, let's start rolling out some tunes. And then I think it was senior year. Vince went to high school with us too. And we're like, yo, you play bass. And so we jammed out. And then you brought along Joe. Because you knew Joe for a while. Joe and I have known each other since kindergarten. So it's like, Uh, childhood buddies childhood buddies and together yeah and so we're like all right let's make some music yeah awesome um who are some of uh your musical influences uh growing up and uh maybe some ones that helped uh shape the sound of the band as well too so uh maybe you guys can go around and talk about maybe some of your musical influences 
uh, when you were a little bit younger? Yeah, I think everybody listens to pretty different music. Um, definitely before the band, there's like a little bit of crossover now, but we all are definitely coming from different places. Um, I mean, like some on some of our jazzier songs, I'm like really inspired by um, like Cassiopeia. Um, their guitar player, Issei Naro, is, is probably like one of my favorite guitar players ever. He just has like a super melodic um, style with his soloing. And because I was in a jazz band in high school outside of roulette, so um, I'm like even on our heavy songs, I'm playing like jazz shell chords. Um, so that that's probably my biggest inspiration, especially for this album. Um, I think most of my inspiration actually comes from my my dad, who he would he he listened to a lot of. The music that he listened to, I eventually found out about uh, because of him or not. And so there's definitely some influence from, I don't know, his taste, which is very eclectic. It goes from like industrial, industrial metal, metal to then yeah. alternative to then, I don't know, he, he kind of started me on like Depeche Mode and all that. So it's like, it kind of goes all around. Mm -hmm. Probably one of my... Um... Oh, my heaviest influence for my bass stuff has definitely been Gorillaz. Love them forever. Um, just aspire to have the impact that Gorillaz bass lines have on their songs. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my influences have been like more like rock based drummers like John Bonner from Led Zeppelin. And then also um, like a lot of 90s stuff like sound from Soundgarden, then also Dave Grohl and Nirvana, and then also Foo Fighters. And um, yeah, a lot of like the hard rock drumming and the grunge drumming have been like a big influence for me. Okay. Um, I'm kind of curious as to how big of a role that music played in your upbringing. Um, and by that, I sort of meant, did you always sort of like think when you were younger that you were always were going to be in a band or is it just something that sort of happened accidentally where everything sort of converged and it was just like, you know, this makes sense now. Did you always think you're going to be a band or did it all just happen accidentally? Um, well, when I was younger, I I was very artistic, but, you know, funny enough, like in middle school, uh, I don't know, people called me tone deaf, and now I'm in a band. So it's like, where is... From what I remember of you, when I first met you, you were like a filmmaker. You were all about I, directing. And yeah. That music was like not in the picture really at all. And I don't know when that, like, I don't know, I think it was, I kind of realized making movies was very difficult and it required a lot of time and effort and i don't know writing a song is easier than writing a script but it's it's also like still an artistic process so i don't know i guess and now that we're here it's like okay i guess it makes sense but then it also it, it comes from like wow we're here now wow so yeah when i was um my dad was in like bands in high school when he was growing up and like um me and Vince, our dads would like joke about us being in a band one day because we were always playing our instruments, but not like together on our own, making our own music. So it was all it was kind of like foreseen in the future, like it was supposed to happen. But now it finally did. We found the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of curious. Um, now, as I uh, mentioned beginning the cast, you guys are from Milwaukee. So um, talk about what, what life is like uh, growing up in Milwaukee for all of you and just uh, what, what kind of a childhood you had and just what life was like in general. 
um milwaukee milwaukee is an interesting city <laughs> it's super like you get so much variety as you go around to different places in milwaukee and it's like divided along these really like stark lines like you'll cross um holton street and you're coming from this like kind of hip app affluent hippie culture in river west to a pretty low income poor neighborhood on the other side so it's sort of like and i moved around a lot as a kid so i sort of saw this like whole spectrum of people from like the bottom to the top of the food chain um and we're also a city where like live music is huge especially in the summer we have a lot of like um festivals that are played by local bands and tons of we're, we're a city also where there's like a bar on every block yes. <laughs> so, that's always uh, fun <laughs> yeah always always people playing bar gigs and um there's there's a pretty strong local scene that has really at least inspired me to want to get out and play more and write more music mm -hmm. um so yeah that's what i have to say about milwaukee yeah more i i I have a love-hate relationship with Milwaukee just because there's there's a lot. I, I've lived here my whole life, and so part of it does feel like, I don't know, I've seen everything the city has, but then I find myself, I don't know, still in love with some aspects of the city that I've, I've grown up with, and I kind of have this maybe a weird nostalgia lens to it of just like places I've been to that I'm either sick and tired of or that, I don't know, Sometimes you like rediscover. Yeah, and, and it feels like, you know, I've been here all my life, but I've never been here in this moment. So, and I guess what you were saying about like the stark lines, I mean, that's at one time Milwaukee was a very segregated city. And I think that still bleeds into like the now you can see, you know, the freeway that was designed to directly, you know, clash on to all these black communities. And that, that is, still prevalent because um, Milwaukee's trying to kind of get out of that lens and, and fix that but uh, it's still very obvious especially on how just there's a lot of there's this, a stark atmosphere to some places like the, the industrial buildings that just kind of loom it's, it's odd but uh, interesting all right. Um, how would you uh, describe your, I, I asked this question, all bands that come on here. So um, some bands don't really, you know, like answering in terms of like how you guys would classify yourselves genre wise. So, um, I mean, I would personally describe it as like indie mix with alternative with a little bit of melody. So uh, how would you describe your sound to those who aren't familiar with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we are a disco punk crash jazz band <laughs> that's what we make yeah um i will say i don't i again and again as a single i it definitely fits under that like umbrella of of sound but i think um for our upcoming album that definitely kind of touches on more um genres in a way like uh, we have some songs that get very heavy um, we have some songs that are very fast and well, I, I guess angry, fast. Sure. And, but then also we have, you know, like you said, like some melodic kind of 
tune. I don't know. Every every song in our new album feels uh very very different. If you've heard the um, album by uh, Ween Quebec, so no, the songs are very very different um, on the album, or they feel very unique. The collect and specials, and I think we're our next album is very similar to that. We're very special, yeah. Um, now, uh, when your band uh, first started, um, describe sort of the uh, initial uh, reaction from the crowd to some, uh, maybe some of your early shows, and, and how that's changed since then. So, uh, what, what, how, how was it starting out for the crowd, and uh, how are they reacting now? Has it sort of evolved a little bit? Um, so, our first shows we played in like Elijah's basement and yeah. garage, and um, the crowd was like mostly people that we just knew. It was yeah, friends. friends. And they would be like all the way in the back of the room, yeah. not moving at all. Like it's like they're afraid of the band and the music. Yeah. Um, which was rough. It was not encouraging when we were first getting started. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Since then, we've started. I guess also we were just doing like solo shows. Like it was just us and we didn't have like a lineup. And so now we've actually started like playing with other bands and other bands have been asking us to play. And that, I think it helps. Cause like uh, we played, um, we played a few bars in the last months and that that's very interesting. Cause it's like the crowd there is very mixed. So it's like, yeah, there's people there just for the bar. There's people there for the other bands. And so that in a way, like kind of mixes up the crowd and I, that, that helps more because then it, people are actually interested to I don't know, watch us and dance too. Mm -hmm. That's a big factor. I feel like the most positive feedback and like energy that I've been getting has been from the other bands that we've played with. Um, mm -hmm. they, like our local scene has been really um, supportive and encouraging as we've been like playing our first show and working on this album. Yeah. And that uh, sort of uh, leads into my next question about just um, for all my listeners out there who have never heard of you, but what is a roulette show like? And just sort of, um, if you can, sort of like describe the vibe and atmosphere of what goes on there. Well, um, for our most recent shows, we've been, like, we're more of a, like, our shows are a lot louder and, like, we can get, like, um, we can get going, um, like, pretty loud and crazy. Like, we've been opening our shows with our softest, quietest song to, like, make everyone think, oh, we're going to, this is, like, because if they've never seen us, we're just playing like a song. I'm playing brushes on the song. It's like kind of like a lullaby almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like some pauses, like some silence. But then right after that, we go into like one of our heaviest songs with the super strong bass lines. So we're trying to like throw people off and like get catch people's ears. Yeah, the, the idea is to create like a musical palate cleanser. Mm -hmm. Like when like when you're eating sushi, you like you take one bite, you have a little bit of wasabi, and that like clears out your palate. So when the song hit, like. When people are listening to our, our music, I want it to be like just a direct connection to the experience of that sound. And I want it to be removed from like expectations. And and to, like, I think to create a context for the music is really what makes like a heavy moment feel heavy is when you have that contrasting um, quiet and peacefulness and vice versa. Like when you arrive at a peaceful moment in the song, you, there's sometimes a sense of relief after getting out of like a, a chaotic passage in the music. I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. I think you sort of like slow off slow, then you sort of build up. So it's sort of like the energy builds up as it goes along too. So um, 
So uh, let's talk about uh, the writing process behind uh, your latest single again and again, which I, I took a listen to and it's great. It's been really uh, growing on me so, thus far, but um, talk about the whole, yeah. Talk about the whole writing process behind that and what the whole uh, recording process was like for uh, each of you. Um, I don't exactly know when I wrote that, but I kind of, I, I wrote it sometime like back in 2021 or something. Um, and I had it sitting around for a bit. And I forget when we kind of decided to put it to music, um, but that song kind of went through a few different phases because it had a, a different melody at first. And I, we switched over to the kind of, um, what was it, the echoing, the delay, the delay on there. Um, and we actually went through it. We recorded that song a few times over. Um, we had a... Um, we had that originally mixed as a single with another song of ours, but we decided to take that down and just put up this one, which is kind of excuse me, remastered. Um, but I guess it was a song that was worked on over a pretty long period of time. So you kept like coming back and adding new things, especially as we were doing the final recording. It was like we we laid down drums and guitar, and then I came back. It's like, oh, if we did an acoustic over this, that would sound cool. If we did chords over that, then that would like it, it's sort of built in layers on top of uh, what was already there. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, besides music, uh, what do you guys like to do for fun in your spare time when uh, when you're not recording, making music, or uh, performing shows? Man, um, I personally enjoy a lot of other artistic things. Like I love drawing and other design stuff um love painting that's me yeah i mean we are all gonna be or full-time college students so we got we all go to like the different colleges in milwaukee i think we, we got yeah. two uwm one milwaukee school of engineering and then one marquette university so yeah all spread out doing different things throughout the city i guess i guess in my spare time i like to uh relax i don't know i feel like there's a lot of you know uh, making music is fun and it's it's uh, enjoyable, but then uh, um, I don't know. You also have to have the the professional lens of like I got to do this because especially now there's a lot of like business ends we got to keep up with doing shows and especially releasing our album. We have to you know we're kind of, we're doing it all in house um, DIY. So um, I don't know. It's time to find time to clear your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, what's on tap for, uh, for the band for the rest of the year in terms of um, possibly new music coming or, or upcoming shows? So uh, talk about uh, what Roulette has, uh, what you guys have up your sleeves uh, for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, September 1st, we're dropping our debut album, um, which is called I Don't Know These People. Um, and that's been a really long time coming. We've been working on this yeah. for a little over a year i'm very excited to finally like really introduce ourselves um in a way that like beyond the single to give an idea of kind of the the scope of the vision mm -hmm. of the band and the amount of like different themes and sounds that we want to touch on um and, and yeah we're just we're starting to book up our fall shows and and write new music so there will be another project coming after this at some point we don't have any like release date or anything set but we got ideas yeah yeah, yeah. 
And it's we're, just, growing. we're just going to keep things rolling. Um, re- really hoping to like hit the ground running with this album and yeah. just and keep up a, a pace. Stay tuned. More is on the way. So definitely looking forward to it for sure. Um, so uh, how can uh, fans find out more info about you online? Um, so we have our Instagram, which is kind of like our main. That's where, that's where we kind of uh, home base ourselves just because, I don't know, it's a reliable social media. Um, we do have a link tree, but that's kind of through our Instagram. Yeah. So th- through the Instagram account, you'll be able to find our YouTube page where we have a uh, a couple live shows in our music video and our Spotify is also linked to there. We're just under roulette on Spotify. Yeah. Um, and then roulette.band on Instagram mm-hmm. for those that are curious. <laughs> and you guys are on TikTok as well too, right? We do have a TikTok. Yeah. We, um, we have a couple TikToks. Funny little vids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we've uh, reached uh, the last question here. Uh, what do you enjoy the most about being in the band? Well, I want to, like, whenever, the most enjoyable part for me is, like, when, like, Samir, like, brings a new riff or something, we play it, and then I start playing along, and then Vince starts playing, and it's just, like, when it just comes together and sounds so good, just, like, like, even, like, the first time playing it, just, like, that feeling, like, oh, this could be something, is just, like, the best feeling in the world. Yeah, for me, my favorite part is the random jamming um like samir will just start playing a lick and without saying any words everybody will just join in and we'll end up playing something for like 10 15 minutes and that's just my favorite part it's just so much fun my favorite thing is just the the catharsis of of playing a live show and the like especially like improvising something in the moment of like uh, being at a venue and just get like such a, a release out of playing live for people. It's that's my favorite thing. Um, I enjoy the creative process of it. Everything kind of like you guys said, like it coming together, but then uh, to look back on like where this came from and uh, how far we've come. So plus oh, is just a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. Well, guys, it was uh, great to finally meet and uh, get to chat and get to know more about you. So uh, hopefully our paths will uh, cross in person sometime down the road. But thank you yes. so much for doing this. Appreciate it. All righty. Thank yeah, you so thank much. You. Thank you. Absolutely. Take care. Have a good one, guys. You See you. Have a good one. Bye. Adios. Thanks once again, Elijah, Samir, Vince, and Joe for being so rad and so awesome and doing this interview. They're just uh, fine, talented, young individuals that are really making a difference out there. It, it just... it. When I started this podcast years ago, of course, uh, coming on the 10th, 10 year anniversary, um, there's always, you know, sort of beginning point and, you know, just finding out more about these bands from all over, not just the Boston area, but again, as I mentioned earlier, reaching about the outside regions as well. I think Roulette just sort of ha- has that, you know, extra edge to them that, and that staying power that they're really just their bare bones essence about like who they are as musicians. And it sort of takes me back to the beginning of sorts, but Roulette just sort of brought all those memories back and just sort of you know, made them like more potent and more modern right now. But again, massive thanks to the guys in Roulette. Again, check out their debut album out now on all the major stream platforms. Uh, check them out on all the social media sites, as they mentioned. They're definitely well worth it. And they just have, again, they have something different to offer up. And, you know, when you check them out in concert in the Milwaukee area, and hopefully they'll come to the Boston area, you know, fingers crossed, or, or other... Otherwise, I'll jet out to Milwaukee to catch them in in, uh, in concert. But they just have this 
absolutely incredible and potent musical spirit that's embedded within, within them. When you experience it live in person, it's anything unlike when you hear on record. When it's live in person, it's even that, that much more powerful, so you'll definitely feel the essence. Thanks once again for tuning in to the Music Box P podcast. See you next week for the Music Box P 10th Anniversary Podcast Show.